Greetings and welcome to a brand new episode of Out the Box Talks. I am your host, Krill. I want to big ups to all of our listeners who have been tuning in. We've been getting some really awesome feedback from our recent shows, our recent interviews. It means so much to me, man. For somebody who has been doing hip-hop interviews since, I want to say since 2008, um, it is so gratifying. This has been my most consistent year in terms of releasing and doing new shows um, for the past, I don't know, probably the past eight or nine months, I've been releasing a new episode every week. So, I mean, it's just gratifying to hear the feedback from the from the people, from the listeners. It means a whole lot to me. I don't take it for granted. So we do have another special episode today. Um, before we jump into that, I just want to um, let the people out there know that we do have a couple things going on with our, you know, our um, our website, outtheboxmedia.com. You can go to that website and subscribe to um, the Out The Box platform so you can keep updated with all the new things we're doing. Um, we also have a Patreon page where you can get exclusive interview clips. So these are interview clips that I have available that no one has heard unless you've been an actual subscriber um, at, to our actual Patreon page. So definitely um, if you would like to get some exclusive, you know, bonus interview clips, some stuff that you have not heard yet definitely become a subscriber on our Patreon page. I'll make sure um, I link it at the description of this episode. And you can also find it on the website, outtheboxmedia.com. We also have a merch page where we have t-shirts, hoodies, cat, a snapback um, cap. Um, so definitely go, you know, support that as well, you know, to support the Out The Box movement. Um, that's outtheboxmedia.bigcartel.com. All right, so I just wanted to get those things out the way. Um, so, like I said, man, as always, we have a new episode for you every Friday. Thank you again for listening. The artists that we have in the on the phone lines tonight is an artist who I've been actually checking out for a really long time. It's crazy that this is my first time actually interviewing him. Uh, but, you know, everything in right time and... He is actually hailing from two areas, Delaware and Philly. And um, he is just a, a really talented brother, man. He's known for his contributions as a producer, but he's also a singer and he's also an MC, which is, you know, how I first heard about him. He just put out an album, I want to say probably like in the last couple of weeks called The Universe Does Not Reward Fear. Um, he's released a number of projects under the group Johnny Popcorn, where he's like the lead band member in that group. Also, um, earlier in his career, he released an album called Hurry Up and Wait, which is the one that I first got wind of. That was like the first record I heard him put out. And then he produced, he produced an album called I Predict the Riot, um, so many projects this brother's released. I, I know the last project that I really listened to where he was rapping like completely was the Dreams Don't Chase Themselves back in um, 
2015, I believe. And he's done collaborations with a number of different artists from Bilal to Ishe to Chief Kamachi to the list goes on, right? To Kev Brown. Uh, he, he has so much to offer and I'm so excited to have him on the show tonight. So without further ado, I would like to welcome to our Out the Box Talks listening audience Again, my brother Helen from the cities of Delaware and Philadelphia. Welcome to Out the Box Talks, brother Hezekiah. Hi. <laughs> What's good? <laughs> I'm good, man. How you feeling? I'm good, man. I'm good. I know that was a quite a long intro, man, but man. I just was feeling it, so man, I went hey, with it. I'm long in it too, so the intro got be long now. <laughs> The intro got a master teeth. For real, man. <laughs> your, your your catalog is a very um um interesting catalog. You know, it's a lot of quality as you go through your catalog. It's actually really diverse in terms of your music. So I want to talk to you a little bit about some of your work in the past. But for the most part, I want to bring fans up to speed with your latest project. The universe does not reward fear. So um. Sure. Before we jump into this, man, I like to give artists the opportunity to kind of give a, a breakdown on their history. So um, for the people that may not be aware of you, just give them a brief history on how you got started in this hip hop thing or in this music thing. When did this journey become a reality for you? Okay, short story long. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, <clears throat> originally, I was born and raised in Chester, Pennsylvania. Um, I'm, I'm, a, um, I'm a kid of a grandchild of a, uh, a gospel band called the Gospel Disciples. Um, I grew up watching them in the basement. I, I, I've told this story like a million times. Um, it, I, I don't want to bore you with this one. Um, I grew up in a, in a, in a musical family just with a, with my aunt singing, my mom singing, my uncles had, they had, uh, records out. They, they they were together for a long time. <clears throat> uh, I watched them grow. I watched them in the basement uh, playing their instruments, and uh, every, every like two times a week, three times a week, they would rehearse. And so growing up with that, and then in the same basement, you know, was where me and my cousin Jamar, we um we had the um, TR nine oh nine drum machine, and then we just start making making beats. With my uncle that was in the band, my uncle Arnold, he would play guitars over, over top of these uh, drum beats, and we would rap to him. And so that's how this is like early, you know, forty eight, and you know I'm, I was a baby, you know, and that's and that's how I learned how to you know make hip hop, and it was live instruments and digital at the same time. So I carried that with my whole life, you know, into my whole life. Wow. Hez, you said you're yeah, 48. You don't look a, an ounce 48, bro. Hey, man. That's <laughs> like you, youth, brother. <laughs> yo, black don't crack, man. Hey, man. Yo, Seriously, that's as amazing. Long as, as long as you stay off the crack, one thing that crack black is crack. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. That is, um, that's dope, man. Um, I didn't know that you had a, a gospel history coming up. So it, it actually makes a lot of sense with this particular record, because I can hear elements of that um, right. on right. on this actual record. So yeah, man. 
You can hear like my whole like like child like because I have a country family like their their country their it's North Carolina. Then my father's side is Kentucky. Exactly. So I got that all of that in me too. So you hear all, a lot of that in um in this album. Dope, dope. So yeah. the album has a pretty strong title. The universe does not reward fear. Tell me what inspired you to go with such a significant title. Me and my older brother, um, named uh, DJ Handyman, my brother D, he uh, he has cerebral palsy, right? Mm. So that's my older brother. He taught me how to rhyme. He taught me how to MC. He taught me how to MC. He actually taught me how to break dance from his wheelchair. Wow! Like when I was a kid, right? So he he was like always like my Yoda, right? So all my advice, my dreams don't um um. Dreams don't chase themselves. I predict a riot. Conscious porn. All of these are conversations that we would have. You know what I mean? Mm. So this is this this and and he's also a DJ. Like he can't use his body, but he uses his hands. And uh, and I I helped him like figure out GarageBand mm. and stuff like that. So now he makes mixtapes inside GarageBand. And so you know me helping him find his way and keep his energy going and music kind of, <clears throat> kind of developed this project because this is the first one where he's the executive producer, where I handed him all the music and he arranged it and added the interludes. Mm. He did that. Dope. You know what I'm saying? So his hands are all in this project and, uh, the conversations then the universe does not reward fear comes from, uh, just, I decided that title, I had a couple titles, but that particular title stood out because I remember when the uh, COVID thing happened, I was taking care of him. Mm. And he, uh, and I was like, man, just, we ain't got to go out there, yo. You know, like, yeah, let's stay inside. You know, we got yada, yada. He took his wheelchair and was like, Rasta man, he a Rasta too. He's like, Rasta man has no fear. Mm. He just took his wheelchair and went outside. I was like, God dang it. Here we go. All right, so I guess the universe does not reward fear is the type. Wow. And and yeah, that's so that you know, like he you know, he how he inspires me, man. Just that fearlessness. Wow. Uh, that lesson, you know what I mean, to have like a handicapped brother and then like that be you know what I'm saying, it just teaches you gratitude, it teaches you empathy, it teaches you uh um uh, compassion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Yes. Teaches you patience. Teaches right. you patience. Even you know, even to the most impatient ones like myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Which is why my crates are so deep. Which is why I have so much music. Um. So to, I don't know, man. I, I see a lot of music coming out today. It just pushing, going, going, going. Everybody like feel like they have to push it out mm-hmm. so fast. Um, and, you know, I've been guilty of that too. Right. But calming down and all of this, I kind of like stepped away from the internet just a little bit right before this, right before this thing happened, like December, I started like falling back a little bit. Mm. Um, stepping back, I've seen how fast everything is going. So I'm going to sit with this project for a while mm. and let people 
try to catch up because I'm always moving so fast. Mm. And I just want them to dig into the crates of my catalog in, in this time and, and not have people catch up, but just get people, let people get familiar. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like I, I progress and I move around so, so much and so fast that it's, it would take for me to like stop and really just have conversations with people. Cause mm-hmm. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, this is the first time you interview, you you've interviewing me. And I'm doing more talking than you doing, so let me shut the fuck up. <laughs> nah, this is this is your platform to speak, brother. This is you know. Yeah, man. I try not to talk over the artists as best as possible, but um, I appreciate that. I wanted to ask you because I'm glad that you just spoke about you being you know pushing out a lot, mm-hmm. which when I look at your catalog, I think, I guess for me. I, I've paid more attention to your the contributions that you did sp- specifically as a rapper, right? As an MC, right, right. And I right. think I it, actually when I heard that this project was coming out, you know, and I saw you posting about it on IG, mm-hmm. I thought that I was going to get a rap album, right? I thought I was going to get mm-hmm. more like you know more MC stuff because I haven't. I think the last right. project that you did like where it was like a full rap project was um, Dreams Don't Chase Themselves. Yeah, and talk to me as to why you decided to go, I think there's only like one track on this album where you're rapping, but everything else is kind of like you singing and harmonizing. Um, why'd you go that route for this project after so many years of not getting, um, two, you know, the MC stuff? Two reasons. Everything is yin and yang. Mm-hmm. In and out, push and pull, right? Mm-hmm. One, I had to do it for myself, mm-hmm. right? Because the reason why Johnny Popcorn exists, I found out after um, I wait myself, and in hindsight, I see that I was scared to be Hezekiah and Johnny Popcorn because I'm the same. I'm one person. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been rapping and singing since my first album, since uh, Hurry Up and Wait. I have a song on there. Um, called uh, Children Don't Play. Mm-hmm. It actually was produced by Illmind. That's an Illmind production, 2005. Yeah. And I'm, sing- I'm singing on the track. And um, I always sing the rap, because, you know, like I grew up with my, my gospel background. Right, right, yeah. And um, even on a Hurry Up and Wait album, me and my mom are harmonizing on the um, on opening track. That's me and my mom. Mm. We're both singing. Nice. Um, bringing it to this album, my mom closes the album with a poem and she's singing. Yes. And it's actually an old recording back from 2000. No, no, from 1996 called fear. And I just recently found that poem. But anyway, I, that's why I had to do it for me. Okay. Yes. That's why I had to do this project for me, for other people. Um, I had to show them what jazz is. Rhyming and singing are the same thing. So you're going through philosophies of mathematics and everything like that. So um, when you become more musically educated, you learn that everything is the same thing. Like say a rap line. Say say your favorite rap line. <laughs> no, nah, just you- say any quotable. 
God, you have, if you have a rap line, say, say a rap line that you have. <laughs> Oh, man. One of your favorite I'm bars. not too great at remembering rap lines off the top, but let me see. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, could take, uh, I, could, I could take one. I could. I mean, good yeah, if you want to. No, nah, go ahead. You do you, man. I, I'm, I'm probably going to okay. butcher the rhyme. <laughs> okay. You could take um, Houdini. Yes. Friends is, the word we, friends is the word we use every day. But most of the time we use it in the wrong way. Now you can look the word up again and again, but the dictionary doesn't know the meaning of friend. Wow. So you can go. It's so right, funny that's, you that's, said Houdini because you know what I was about? You know the rhyme I was about to say before you said Houdini? I was going to quote MF Doom's line from um, Deep Fried Friends where he, hmm. he pretty much samples um, Houdini. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, okay. <laughs> But check it out. But go yeah. ahead, yeah, I got you. So, so, so the pattern. Friends is the word we use, and Houdini's the truth, especially like ecstasy on the. Uh, that's one of my favorite rappers. Um, so friends is the word we use every day. Most of the time, we use it in the wrong way. And mm-hmm. you can look the word up again and again, but the dictionary doesn't know the meaning of friends. So oh, I go, yeah, friends is the word we use every day. Most of the time we use it. Now you can look the word up again and again. But the dictionary doesn't know the meaning of friend. You know what I mean? I got you. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. So the the, the bars are stretched out. The numbers are stretched out. So it's just mathematics. It's numbers. I can see. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what I wanted to do. With, so that's what I, 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 I always felt like the audience never understood or overstood what it was and then the genres start happening that's when the genres happen mm. you know what i mean mm. when people start boxing in time mm. it makes a lot of sense time. you see what i'm saying yeah so that's why i wanted that's why i wanted to do this at this album for you guys wow because I because I got sick of separating. It, 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 like Dave Chappelle said, I'm not no no offense to nobody, nothing like that. Because it, it, it's like being like what do you, what do you, what Dave Chappelle say? Maybe it's your environment that's sick. Mm. But being in this environment where everybody boxes everything, it, it will drive creatives nuts. Mm, <laughs> mm. You know what I mean? And mm. and um, that's why I came up with the album Conscious Porn. Yep. Recognize the two sides of duality. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, made, I made that album in 2010. Yeah. And and I need people to go back and listen and, and listen, listen to what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. Li- li- like, listen to the interludes. Listen to the thread. Look at my first album. It's a green album cover. Yeah. Look at my second album. What color is it? Red. And it's together. They, it's red, black. It's red, black, and green. Red, black, and green. Look, oh man! But you, but these are things you got to do with heavy yeah. albums. Yeah. That's not. And then I have a, with this new album, the universe does not reward fear. It comes with a book. Yes. Uh, it's only tw- it's only twenty five copies. Talk to me about the book. What what it, what does the book consist of, and how does it work in companion with the actual music? Oh, man, it's just, when I say the universe is not reward fear, I mean like a personal battle that people have with themselves of accepting the truth of, them, of themselves. Mm-hmm. 
the dark, the bad, out of the darkness came light. I just want people to look at, look at, look at them, look at the, themselves, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's all. I could dig it. And and it's humor. It's it's a lot of humor too. Mm-hmm. You you saw a page, right? Like one page. I saw you advertising it. I didn't get a chance to like look at what it details. I know it definitely has the same cover artwork as the as the album. But oh, yeah, um, it comes with this autograph CD. Mm-hmm. But go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was gonna say, um, you know, we live in a very digital age right now, and I was just curious to know if you had thought about putting the book out digitally, or is this something you really believe needs to be something tangible? you know, from a physical perspective that people should have. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think it, I think it should stay physical, mm. the book. Mm. Because it, I don't think everything has to be, or should be digital. Right. No, that makes you know what I'm saying? Like, that, like, like this, like, why not, the, the music is already digital. Yeah. So why not just have a book? Okay. And it'll be, it's only 25 well, thirty well, thirty copies, but okay. you can give them five away. Mm. And, so it's a limited um, it's, limited amount of books. Limited amount. Wow. Limited amount of books. So what what and, are people getting in this book? If you if you had to just just break it down or you know at least briefly describe, like what are they walking away with? And I know it's uh, it's limited, but you know, it's I, a it's a coffee table book. They're walking away with and, uh, this autograph CD, mm-hmm. right? Autograph okay. CD. Okay. Um, then you're walking away with all these little doohickeys, I call them. Little quotables. Okay. And they're, they're just, it's a coffee table book. It's, you know, you're just walking away with a, uh, let's, let's pick one. Um, just exactly how long does a cotton take a minute? Mm. Okay, so it's just little a, quotables. Okay, got it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just exactly, exactly how long does a cotton take a minute? Mm. You know, um, eh, change the law. Freedom niggas, and then we could talk about legalizing it in that order. How how does someone? <laughs> no, I get it. How how does someone interact with the music and the, the and these quotables that's in the book? Is there a correlation that it's, is it's apparent? Co- it's caught. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, it's it's all in because okay the song like the song yesteryear. Mm. Dope record I have a too. song called Yes, thank yeah. you. That's the one song where you said, you know, where I'm on the only song that I'm rhyming on. Yes. Um, here's what I believe in. Your passion is a beacon. You can't ignore the universe. Listen, there's God speaking. There's God when it comes to fruition. Your odds are even out. And sometimes I didn't listen and I admit it. I regret a lot of decisions and burned a lot of bridges. Got burnt once, but that was only gonna reawake. That wasn't me. That was ODB. That was so not three. That was so low key. Hold up. I was up in the studio. You was up in the pen. I was doing 16. You was doing five to 10. Mama calling you a hooligan. I come to your defense. Said I always made excuses and I ain't trying to pretend that you was in the center, but the smile from the child that I remember, these trials is making us grown men. It's frightening when you get enlightened. You gain all of yourself and your senses is heightened. You flying. You notice how it's affecting the sentences you write in. The real gets revealed when you peel back the layers. It's so gnarly. I'm just as fly as they are. And so far, I'm just below the radar. Oh, uh, yeah. Wow. So that's how it connects to the, you know. Mm. And that's the inner. But then it connects with the outer. Like I said, it's, it's, it's push and pull. And so then I have songs. Um, 
like bars, a song called Bars, where I'm not even rapping, but once again, it's jazz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just time. Yeah. So I go, uh, so it's a song, um, Bars, giving credit to the young dudes because I'm yeah. an old head. Don't, don't go in the bars yet because I, I got to talk to you about that. I got oh, I want to okay. talk to you, you about that. that one. Okay, yeah, okay. we starting off slow, but we're going to get okay. into it because I, I, okay, I listen cool. to it and I really <laughs> want to talk about the themes on it. But um, let me mm-hmm. let me just jump to another question real quick. Sorry to cut you oh. short on that, but no, no, no. I, I don't want you to go I ahead. Um, I talk too much. <laughs> so on the Bandcamp description of the album, you say you wrote these songs to help you get through. How did that process actually work? Did it come as a sort of a therapy in the process of creating the music, or was it something that became helpful after the music was completed? And you played it back. All these songs are songs that I sing in my head. Mm. I'll, and then I'll compose music or find music for them. And maybe bend the notes into them. Mm. But all of these songs are these little songs I'm singing. Like Laws of Love. You know, that's about my lady. Right. And um, the opening lines. It's about she's short, she's short, I'm tall, she don't shave her legs, I'm going bald, she's all I have, so why would I give her up, you know? Yeah. So it's like those type of things. Mm. You mm. know what I mean? Mm. So when when you sing these songs in your head, how do you retain them to be able to st- to build off of them as an actual, you know, as a record? Like, do you, like, run and jot them down, or you... How does oh, that, man, man. Yo, <laughs> how does the memory is work? My, is my, yo, voice notes, because, okay. Hand, I used to, I used to run, run around with a hand recorder. I wrote my first two albums, Hurry Up and Wait, and I predict the ride, mm. working, working construction. So at that time, I would write melodies, but I would keep a hand recorder in my back pocket. Mm while I was working construction. Now you got the voice memo on your phone. I do the same thing. So in your voice notes in your iPhone, at least yes. you get, you can, you can record and you can uh, add on your recording Yeah. and you can label the yeah. note. Yeah. So what I do is label, label, note, label, a note, you know, you have a song. It's about a girl, right? Got it. So you label that note, girl, girl song, right? Love song, girls love song. Next song, next next voice note be girl girl breakup song. Mm-hmm. But then you just keep adding bars onto these notes. And then when you get to the studio, you don't have to sit there for a million years trying to figure out what Absolutely. the hell to write about. Because you all you got is bars in your daggone phone. You got the subjects right there in a row. Shout out to technology in this era. Hey, but you got to <laughs> know how to use it and not for let it real. use you. Oh yeah, that's real. That's real right there. Definitely. And that, and that's what this that's what this whole thing is about. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So how how does the um how how did the songs actually help you? Like, so I know you say you sing it. It's something that's always you know going through your head. You know, you're singing them, but where does the um, I guess the the help or the benefit come with these actual songs for you? How does that manifest into something that's actually benefiting you? Yeah. Um, it, it helps. It helps a lot because mm. it helps you evaluate things. Mm. That's it. That's especially that's what music does. Mm. 
it, it helps you reflect because that's what people's songs are is their truth mm. right so mm-hmm. that makes sense so it, it yeah it does you know it's kind of um you know hip-hop but music in general is, is more introspective and then when you have the uh the consciousness of the um the because um what do you call it the accountability mm-hmm. or whatever in in a song because it gives you it gives you a chance of um to view perspectives mm-hmm. yeah so mm-hmm. like like ice t six in the morning is a difference between his gangster song and someone else's gangster song mm-hmm. because ice t six in the morning has a consequence at the end mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that that right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. get it. Yeah, you know, and I you're not the first person that I've heard as an artist say that like their music really helps them to get through, you know, certain mm-hmm. challenges or just getting through. You know, sometimes it's like a sort of therapy, right? That it, it gives yeah. to certain artists. But I'm always curious to know how it works for individuals. Like, it may work for you differently than it may work that's for someone how, that's else. That's how yeah. it works for me. It helps me. It helps me. Like, when you listen to, to like, the, the good ones, like, you know what I'm saying? They can help you through the daggone situation. Yeah, you like, oh, that's how, yeah. okay. Okay. Like, 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 yeah. like uh, moment of truth. Guru. Yeah. That that helped me like when I was younger. Oh my God, moment of truth. Woo! Yeah, it's it's something yeah, about a lot of Guru song up in the clouds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, it's something about uh, being able to connect to other artists, mm-hmm. and they're they're saying things that's relatable to you, and it's it just makes you feel better, you know, because that that level of relatability is so strong mm-hmm. that you feel like you're not going through it alone. And sure. yeah, and you know, I was just always curious to know, like, you know, when you're, it, is it different when you're actually hearing your own voice? You know, it's it's your music and you're hearing your Ooh. own voice. I'm I'm yeah, curious man. to know, like, wh- where does it go in terms of the depth of that impact? Because um, I because it's, it's like you're talking to yourself. Yeah, and sometimes it's the old you talking wow. to the new you. And sometimes the old you already knew and you've been through this before. You're like, wait a second. Wow. It's like it's like literally reading your journal. Because especially when you, you're, I don't listen to my music a lot, right? And it tripped me out because 2016, I had a brain aneurysm. Yeah, wow. Right? I heard about that, so, yeah. So I had a brain aneurysm, dude. And it, it it's like, they call it a, uh, in Buddhism, they call it a uh, mart mart. Uh, hey, I don't want to say the name wrong. Uh-huh. Doc Doc Daka When you go, when you sit with your brain for the first time, wow! And it's like when you go to do deep meditation, you finally connect for the first. They say you all the dark stuff comes. It's like everything gets pushed to the front of your brain. And so I I, I sat down for the first time because I was recording so much music. And you see my catalog, and that was the first time in my life since I was a kid I sat down. You know, I'm a fit, I'm a fit person. I skateboard. I, mm. I do. You know, I direct videos. You know, I say I direct videos for Raheem Devon and Robert Glasper, mm. and Jeff Bradshaw, and 
and and right and Eric Roberson and you know I I, yeah. I direct video I, I'm Kendrick the Family Soul but oh, I, you yeah. know so I'm I'm directing videos I'm, I'm making albums I'm, I'm I'm always moving around you know what I mean uh-huh. and um, I, I take pride in being fit and healthy yeah and then my body just my brain shut down because you even though you can do it don't mean you should do it mm. so wow. i had i got set down with a brain aneurysm 2016 mm. um went, into, went went through it and um that's that's when um yeah that's when i slowed down what was what were we what were we um getting at again? Because I was trying to come back around to it. Um, it's 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 interesting it? that you said that because I was gonna, I was definitely gonna ask right. you about the brain aneurysm. But um, what did we what did what did we what were yeah we where did that, where did that stem from? I know I was, I was trying. Oh to get no, back we were talking about it. yeah we were talking about um, you know how the mu- you know you hearing yourself back in your music could oh, sometimes yeah, so, be. So, Therapeutic so or go. helpful. So right. Yeah. So then I had the brain aneurysm. I sat down for the first time, mm-hmm. and then I started digging in my own catalog. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm. I never looked back. I I I had to relearn lyrics. I didn't know lyrics wow. that I wrote. I didn't know not. I, I swear to God, I knew like I knew like ten ten songs, and they would be songs that I performed. Because mm. I never, I didn't tour. I didn't tour a lot. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So um, I always loved the studio. I was always a studio, and I love the stage. I'm a stage nut. I love the stage. I'm a you know I'm a student of leaders of the new school and Public Enemy, Prince, Michael Jackson, James Brown, Cab Calloway, Sammy Davis Jr. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nina Nina Simone, shit, Betty Davis. I'm a fan. I'm a I'm a yeah. It shows. I'm a student of all that. Mm. So, talk to me about the brain aneurysm. How did you even get to a place where you felt like you were ready to offer your voice or your art or your talents again to the world? Like, if you could, I I I don't know if there's a way that you could briefly break that down, but whatever, take as much time as you need to to break down going from that incident, you know, to recovering, to getting to where you were ready again to offer. And I think it was very interesting that oh, man. You, you said I, I you were doing ready. a lot. I just jumped. The thing is, I, I jumped back in. Mm. I wasn't even, I wasn't even ready, dude. Like, you know, when you, uh, when you're so used to doing something, mm. so then, like even after my brain aneurysm, I didn't slow down because you know habits, ha- old habits are hard to break, old old routines are hard to break. Okay. So I kept I kept getting sick. I was I was having headaches. I was I was still doing John, doing Johnny popcorn shows. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And I was just I would I, I would do I lost weight. I was still doing the shows. Um. It was a. Uh, I don't know, man. Mm. It was because it's like, especially okay. That's that's another thing to talk about. And in, in being an independent artist, a true independent artist, like this is your life. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And 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 then the the, uh, the you know uh, what do they say? They call this blue collar 
artist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so then that it's that reality too, and you you know people don't talk about it enough. Mm. I know I like how I like how Fonte talks about it. Yeah, I like how I, I like how a lot of a lot of artists now like just talk about it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I remember groups like Dilated People was not everybody was talking about it back. You know, like yeah, you know what I mean? So. It's your livelihood. It's, it's, it's like you, it's, exactly. you have to get it's, back it's, to it because that's what you do to right. put food on the table. And luckily me, I have different streams, you know, like the, yeah. the video. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I run a studio. I run a music studio. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it, it, it it works. Mm. You know? It 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 works. Mm. But, it, but it's work. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's blue collar. It's yeah. like, shit. It's check, you know, like, but, um, but, be, but having that be a factor in, yeah. in it, mm. th- you know, didn't allow me much wiggle room to um, to chill because I still had to work. Right. You know what I'm saying? Thankfully, it wasn't, to... you know, too severe where you were still able to recuperate from sure. it, I could say. Um yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that was a real blessing right there. Yeah. That's, that's a brain injury. Give thanks, give thanks. And yeah, man, because people don't come back from that. I was, I was, yeah. I, I'm still grateful. We, let me like, ask you, when did you... Forever grateful. When did you develop the discipline? Because you said that you lost weight. And mm-hmm. to my knowledge, it seems like you're back to being fit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm only saying that's because I've seen like one of your IG videos where you were working out. Um, but yeah, when, when did the discipline develop or did it not develop? Is it kind of, you still kind of going through as a days or like, like, was there a point? Yeah. Discipline is never, discipline is never, you know, know, discipline is a, is a chore Mm. (laughs) all the, all the time. Yeah. You know, it's never, it's never easy. It's just something you got to do because you know that you know how you feel mm. afterwards. Mm. You want to feel like that, then that's what you. That's hey. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, you want to feel powerful? You know that you like that. You like that. That feel, huh? Yeah. Well, great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. Now, you, now it's your responsibility to get up and do it if you want to feel like that. If you want to have that powerful feeling. Yeah. Wow. So that that's the discipline right there. What would you That's say is the discipline? The, the discipline is in the result. In the result, okay. keeping your mind on on the re, on the um, not the result as far as like outcome, as far as like uh, like uh, just just the result of taking a step forward. Because mm. because you can take a you can take a step forward, and you can feel like you're stepping back, but you should really step forward because you take uh, L. Mm. And that's the L, not loss, but a lesson. That, that that loss can be a lesson. Lesson, yeah. Because you know what I'm saying, but it's up to you to recognize it in the next steps. Mm. In the next steps, and it, it'll come in a different form. But it'll be the same shit. You'll find out it's the same. Shit. Mm, mm. <laughs> it's the same shit. What What's the greatest lesson you would say yeah. you you gained after the aneurysm? You know, because I, I know you said you had to sit yourself down. Like, if you had to just mm. think in hindsight, like, what what did it do for you to, I guess, propel you forward in terms of your mindset? I would say probably for your health. 
would make sense. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, just just from a a healthier mindset moving forward. If you think back of the effect that the aneurysm had, like, what would you say is the most positive effect it had in terms of your mindset? It helped me realize that time isn't um, promise. Mm. You know what I mean? So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man. Interesting. Forgive, forgive yourself. That's mm. why I got the song Forgiveness on the album. Yes. Which I want to um, talk to you about too, yeah. Yeah, man. Like, forgive, forgive yourself. Mm. Forgive the one you, like, forgive whoever did anything to you. Because mm. you will make yourself sick. That's that's what I did. You'll worry yourself sick. You'll 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 anxiety yourself sick, mm. which is which is forward. You thinking about tomorrow or next year? Yeah, that's anxiety. You thinking mm. about the past? That's depression. This happened to me. That happened. It's always the best. I don't know why we always think about that. But then yeah. standing right there in the middle is is hard. Being present is hard because. Yeah. So yeah, that part. <laughs> mm. Wow, so profound. Yeah, so that, that that part right there, right in the middle. Yeah, there's a saying. Someone told me, a, a elder friend of mine told me that. I don't know if he said it word for word like this, but I think it was more along the lines of like anxiety. People get anxiety by staying either in the past or in the future. <laughs> you know, and if you really think about it, like. You cannot change the past and you can't always really predict the future. I mean, you could do things that could create an outcome in the future, but you really don't know what happens in the future. And a lot of times we as human beings tend to (laughs) be either in the past or the future. And like you said, not in the present. So that's great that you got that. Then that's when you don't recognize the, the present. Like the gift, the, the gift, present, exactly. Right now. Yes, right. Because, yes. because then that's when we okay. So, so say, say something doesn't. You have a, you have a preconceived notion of how things are going to come out, right? But then, you, 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 you are like your stuff. Okay, say your your record doesn't sell as much as you thought it would, right? Right. Uh, oh, you, you, you looked so disappointed because the numbers wasn't right. The yada, yada, yada wasn't right. This wasn't right. But you, you ain't even looking at, dang, you got, so you, 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 you just clapped with from that song. Mm. And you gained, you gained something else from that song, a relationship, a, a article, a this, a that, that, that spreads your thing out farther. Mm-hmm. So, so the payback, you don't even recognize the present what's happening right now that right. is benefiting you that, 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 that you, how far you step from, from when you put it out. Yeah. So then, then you can't even, so then, cause you have to recognize where you are mm. to get where you're, you know, get wherever you're going to go because you can't always for Like you said, you can always try to, you know, but you, what'd you say earlier? Oh, wow. In, in reference to, you know, being in the past and in, in, in the future? No, no, it was before this. Earlier in the conversation, you said about um, planning something. Yeah, you I think I was... All you want. Yeah, I think I was saying, um, we you know, you could... Oh, yeah, when it comes to the future, you could... You know, you could prepare 
for mm-hmm. a particular a particular outcome in the future, but you really can't predict everything that's going right. to happen. Yeah, right. Yeah. So so there so therefore you can't predict your outcome of your album or whatever project yeah. you're working on, whatever the task you have in your life. So, but then when you get to the end, don't be disappointed. Right. Take a breath. Chill. Mm. Something good came from this. Yeah. That's what you focus on. That's called glass half full. Yeah. Do you think people get disappointed so, so, because they they don't get the gratification? They could because they have they have, because we we yeah. I'm, I'm gonna put myself there too. Yeah. Uh, we have a have a uh, we be in la la land, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, so what we have is uh, you. We have I don't know because some will call it lying when you rapping. Others call it the law of attraction. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's your perspective. It's, it's like okay, so but but then you gotta accept when you are where you are. Yeah. And then you gotta but but we always you know it's good it's good to aim high. But then you aim it high, you never look down, you can't see how high you already got. Absolutely. You ain't you ain't even recognize you off the ground. Word. That's a great You know what I'm saying? Because you're too analogy, busy looking yeah. up, trying to trying to get, look up trying to get up there. But you yeah. like, damn, I already look down, you already left the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's something special about being present. Here's a here, here, in the journey. Here, 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 yeah. Here, 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 here. Oh, good. Sorry, my phone. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, um, it's something special about being present in the journey. I think a lot of us are always looking, I'm not saying every one of us, but a lot of us are always looking for, like, that's why I said gratification. And what I mean gratification, I mean, we live in an era where, you know, likes uh, make feel make people feel good, right? On social media, yeah. right? And even just getting other people to, to see you and, and show you that they see you is is something that helps a lot of people but when you're not getting that you it's almost like you feel like what are you doing this for um and you might you might be getting it but you might not be getting it at the rate that you would like to get it you know <laughs> like right. you might get 10 likes hey, my algorithm yeah my, I, I told you i told you like <laughs> december i kind of started chilling Word. and you can tell by my numbers my numbers went way down it went yeah Yes, but I, but man, even I social good. media <laughs> urges you to keep keep feel, keep going, keep going. Yeah, right yeah, I feel good right now, <laughs> and I hope my algorithms get out get out enough so people buy this album. Yeah, but my sanity is worth. <laughs> wow. So let me let me jump to this next question, Hezekiah. Um, mm-hmm. I want to try to keep it moving. There's a song on the album called Yesteryear featuring Trina Therabi. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing her yeah, name man. correct. Mm-hmm. And it made me think about last year, 2019 a bit. And I wanted to ask you this question. If you could have foreseen 2020 was going to be like this, this mm-hmm. hectic year that it has turned out to be, what would you have done differently in 2019? Moved out of the country. Okay. <laughs> okay. Not a not a bad uh not not a bad choice, you know. I could dig it. Yeah. Um yeah. 
what what I done differently. I don't know, man. Mm. I think that's about it. Yeah, yeah. that's about it. As you as you sung well, that what song, Bo, what Boozy Bonton say? Um, why are leaders flay? They say who can afford to run real will run, but what about those who can't? Right, they will have to stay. Oh my goodness! Why are leaders flay? <laughs> yeah, man. The legendary Buju. So mm-hmm. let me ask you this now: knowing what you know now, right about about what's happening. What's happening now in 2020, all that we've been through already, do you feel like you have a better edge or advantage going into 2021 as you did going into the beginning of this year? Say it again. <laughs> I said, knowing what you know now, and this is this could be a universal question, you know, I'm just kind of going off of what the record spoke to me, like the yesteryear mm-hmm. record, it, 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 it made me think a lot about... 2019 going into 2020 so my question was knowing what you know now in terms of what we've experienced in this year of 2020 right do you feel like you have a better edge or a better advantage going into 2021 than you did coming into this year as far as what like how is your perspective how is your past perspective um, I think you probably haven't thought about this yet, so it's kind of like mm-hmm. urging you yeah. to think about moving forward. Like, how, if like, all right, let me say it like this, and we'll fast forward a little bit. If you you got to the last day, December thirty first of this year, you know, people like to come up with their resolutions and stuff. Like, how are you looking at twenty twenty one going into it based on what you've experienced this year? <laughs> Yeah, just set up some cameras in your house and say fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I, I'm I'm I, I'm not mad at you, man. That that would make a lot yeah. of sense considering what we went through this year. You know? Yeah, that's um right. yeah. It is one of those years where I know, you know, when, when people were coming out of two thousand and nineteen, <laughs> we were all so excited about like, oh, you know, twenty twenty, that's the year of the vision. It's gonna be so you know, all these things that I want to manifest is going to come, you know, like, you know, people think like that. And then 2020 hit and it's like the biggest surprise ever with the coronavirus, oh, you know, man, so. That, that mess, that mess yeah. hit like a ton. Uh, uh, yo, we had, uh, Johnny Popcorn was about to record a live album. Mm. Right? We were about to do a live album, a live taping, all that stuff. We had, we just signed to a booking agency. It, it was, you know, stuff was about to do, you know, do some things for Johnny Popcorn. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all that shit got shut down. <laughs> right. He's dealing with five lives right. in the Corona, so right. we're, we're all separated, so, yeah. yeah. And, you know, I, I think also, like, we're generally, I mean, all of us, right, um, who have survived, you know, the pandemic is in a, a better place to really prepare better for next year than we did in 2019 yeah you know yeah, this um, is the time where you're supposed to be really sitting with yourself yeah 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 really yeah really getting your cooking skills together really getting <laughs> yeah you know whatever your, your basic crap is mm. uh together you know yeah. whether you you are uh you at home now you just realize realize how nasty you are right now to be you know discipline yourself to clean up 
Definitely. He says, he say, uh, um, a Buddhist teaching is, uh, what do you say? Um, meditation is not just when you, uh, when you sit down in a position, mm. meditation could be, could be washing the dishes. Meditation could be um, putting your clothes up, folding your clothes, like mm. really concentrating on and be there. And that's meditation. Yeah. That makes sense. Be, yeah. Just make it a meditation, make anything a meditation. Mm-hmm. Speaking of meditation, I saw recently on your IG that you, you were involved in some type of yoga session. Oh, yeah. Um, where you, you actually <laughs> contributed music to the session. Um, is that something that you right. regularly do or is that just, that was just like one thing you did recently? Well, my friend, she owned before the, before the, before the um, pandemic, mm-hmm. my friend, April Harley, April Harley, which she was in my, uh, single now video mm-hmm. <laughs> from the operator ride album in 2007. Okay. She now owns a yoga studio. Right, it's called mm-hmm. Soul Garden. She, you know, her and her friend Quan, they run a they run a yoga studio. Mm. Um, well, she, before the pandemic, she was she had me, uh, the jazz artist uh, Dexter Warzel. I got his records in my in my collection. Dexter Warzel was going to be the band leader. Uh, Rick Tate, my old saxophone player, because when I used to tour as 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 Hezekiah, I used to have a DJ. Mr. Sonny James from the mm-hmm. Ilva Collective. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I used to have a two-piece horn section called Miso Horny. This is back, you know, in, in my first two albums. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I didn't tour a lot, but we, when we hit the stage, we, it was horn section and DJ. So, so back in, back in that album, she was, she was from back in that album. Mm-hmm. So, um, she was around then. So, now she owns a yoga studio. She was ready to put, right before. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Right before the pandemic, mm-hmm. she had a she put a show together at like World Cafe in Philly. It was a uh, Dexter Warzel, the legendary Dexter Warzel, and uh, my boy from my, uh, my my horn section, Rick Tate, mm-hmm. Rick Tate Jr. And they were they were both in this doing this band thing. They were going to learn all my songs and we we're going to perform it. So when the pandemic thing happened, that whole thing got shut down. Mm. So me talking to April, like, what are we going? What are we, how are we going to work, work together together now? She's like, well, you know, I own this yoga studio now, mm. and I was like, well, I do Beat Society, and we put them two together. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, so and so then I'm like rapping, and I'm rhyming, DJ, slash DJing, slash playing beats. While they're doing yoga, mm. and that's on you. Yeah, that's on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had to do something different, man. I yeah. was like, if, I, if I'm gonna do a live, I'm gonna do anything live. I got to I can't do it like everybody else is doing it. Mm. I got it. Got to got to be different. Mm. What's the feedback like? How 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 would you say your music uh, contribution? How do yeah? How does your music contribute to that environment? What what's the feedback been like for the people that partake in the sessions with, you know, your music contributions? No, that, that uh, in the studio. Yeah, they always they always, they always use the word freedom. Mm. They always come and be like, yeah, oh man, we just we just come in, we just do whatever, and you make it you make it work. Ah, oh, oh, we just you know, and they just and we get to try different things, wow. different voices. And I, I like, I, like, I, like, I work a lot with Bilal. Like, yes. like you, you know, like you said earlier, and that, that is one thing 
that he gave me. Mm. I mean, I had it before, but just to bounce off somebody and be like, oh, we can try this. Let's try this. Let's, oh, let's try it. You know, do your voice like, ah, ah, and just <laughs> try this. It might work. If it don't, fuck it. It's, a, it's the studio. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's the studio. That's what mistakes are for. Ain't nobody else watching. Mm. Right? So, it's that, if being around like, that cat and cats like him, like, mm. that just creates an environment for evolution mm. for him to tell me that Anderson Pack said Airtight's Revenge changed him changed his life. Wow. And and I wrote on six of those songs. Wow. You see what I'm saying? That's dope. Stuff like that means I'm doing something right. Of course. So mean, be, if Hezekiah's stuff ain't selling, yada yada, they'll get it later. They'll catch up. They'll catch up because we are innovators. First, you have the innovators, then you have the imitators, and then you have the idiots. Now, <laughs> everybody's singing along. I never heard it like that. Innovators, imitators, and idiots. The three eyes. <laughs> interesting one right there. Three is the magic number, my brother. Yeah. <laughs> so um, let me actually jump back to the album. On the song, Bars... You have a line where you say, they ain't, they ain't got bars, but they got balls. Talking about, oh, yeah, I, I take that you're talking about the younger commercial sounding yeah, generation of hip hop, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and I, th I think it was interesting that you recognize that they had some type of strength, but by recognizing yeah. and, you know, saying they have balls. Mm-hmm. If you had to expound a little further the, on that understanding, what would you say this younger generation has that is beneficial to their success that the older generation didn't have? Freak, man. These kids are the kids that I imagine. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm. I'm talking about the good, the good side of it. Like they, they're just, they're just so hurting. You know what I'm saying? They, they're hurting. They need somebody to listen to them. Like, I, man, I listen to them in, the, in my studio all the time. Mm. Nobody's listening. Everybody's talking. Right? So, <laughs> what I like about them is there's something that we didn't have, and that's that freedom to express themselves. Mm. Right? Because I, I was one of them, but I was early. Mm-hmm. I was a black skateboarder in the 80s, bruh. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Wow. I got jumped by a nigga. I got jumped by a nigga that looked like the Wu-Tang Clan. Wow. On my skateboard. Damn. You know what I'm saying? The movie Kids. Think of the movie Kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, to you be skateboarding, that, to be a black skateboarder but, but look, in the 80s is like unheard of. In the 80s, but think, think of the movie Kids, but I'm in the suburbs. Mm. See what I'm saying? We moved to the suburbs and it was like no... Like, no niggas on my basketball court. Like, yada, yada, yada. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. I mm. got to remember, remember my age, too. My school was just... My school was desegregated. My high school was desegregated in 1970. I was born in 1972. Mm. So, the dynamic of all that shit. <laughs> wow. The dynamic, bro. And, and, and they say you a loner. And you could be your own worst enemy if you want to. 
You can't run from it, but you can change karma. But how you change the company you keep when you're a loner? See, I was always comfortable in my skin while most kids would do almost anything to fit in. And my white friends converted to being full-fledged skinheads. <laughs> Hi, Hitler, hating is but you cool heads. With that said, I'm surprised I ain't rapping like dead prayers. They seem far-fetched, but this is real life shit. This is real life to me. Can't take this from me. All my high school bullies, I confronted them in my 20s now. That's when I grow on, just chalk it up to growing pains. I know sometimes I be tripping with my baggage claim. Blame it on low self-esteem. I apologize. That would just be blowing off steam. And I know it stings. Just let me lick my wounds. I could be the life of the party, or I can clear a room. But admit when I was wrong, damn it. Yeah, I said it. I did it. I admit it and regret it every second i'm growing up i remember that line man that that mm -hmm. when i heard it when you said I, i'm surprised i ain't rapping like dead press right <laughs> you know I, I was like i'm glad you said that line because i'm like tell me why like why 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 you were you surprised you didn't you actually didn't because, take the yo man i dealt with approach, that approach yeah <laughs> That's that's why I said that. Like I said, you know, my 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 my, my white friends. I, like I said, I'm from the, you know, I moved to the suburbs, and my white friends converted to being full fledged skinheads. Wow. How Hitler hating niggas, but you cool heads. With that said, I'm surprised I ain't rapping like dead prayers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like three of my friends. Like you, I'm talking about. I'm coming home from school. They, 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 they hooky school. This true story. I come to their apartment. I open the door. These mothers pretend to jump me. Nigga, get that nigga. Like, and I'm, and I'm like, what the fuck? And these motherfuckers shave their head and all that shit. Wow. Full skin head flat. That's my childhood, bro. Shit. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm. And I still stayed friends with these kids for two years. So, with that being said, I'm surprised I ain't rapping like Dead Prince. Yeah. Wow. May seem far-fetched, but this is real life shit. This is real life to me. Can't take this from me. All my high school bullies, I confronted them in my 20s, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's another dope line. Confronting your high school bullies in your 20s. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, sometimes you don't, like, I mean, I mean, high school is not too far from 20, but, you know, when you think about it, you don't even see, you know, when you when you get to a certain age, you don't see the people that you went to high school with, like, you know. So to be able to see them again to confront them, I think is um pretty pretty cool to be able to you know let them know like not this yeah, time, man. you know what I mean? <laughs> not this time. Yeah, but 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 yeah, no, no, no. But the thing is, it was cool. So I said it. I should have really. Um, elaborated on that line yeah, because yeah. It, it leaves it like it was bitter. But mm. yo, for real, for real, everyone was cool. Wow. Everyone was cool. It was like a good, like, just one, one dude, I ain't gonna say his name, but he passed, he, he uh, yeah, he uh, got killed or something. I don't know what. Whew. But, uh, but everyone else I got to talk to. Mm. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, and it was it was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. We oh, we we we've grown. You know what I mean? That's growth. Yeah, that's growth. Yeah. And you know, yeah. I actually, I think it leads me into the next question I have for you, which deals with the song mm -hmm. you have called "Forgiveness." Yeah. Which 
really encouraged me to think about the benefits of forgiveness. And I know you alluded to it a little bit earlier, but you know, there's a saying that forgiveness is more so for you than the person you're actually forgiving. Right. Have you had any experiences where that actual concept rung true for you? Yeah, man. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Oh, uh, man. Just you hurt people, hurt people. Mm. Hurt people, hurt people. That's what I say. It's just it's a cycle. It's a boom, it's a boom, it's a boom. Just uh, I, I used to punch people. <laughs> mm. You know what I'm saying? I had to, I had to, I had to really like, I, 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 I um, apologize to this person like at least like four to five times. Mm. I swear to God, man. And I, I had to like really let that thing go because mm. he ain't deserve it because it was like a mistake. You know what I mean? Like mm. this bit, like most of the time, I'm like, fuck it, I justify it. You know what I'm saying? We come from a generation from uh, it's called a. Uh, Beat you like you stole something, mm. or, you mm. know. What I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it like justifies the asshole. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. in this case, this one particular case, it was an accident, and it was, you know, and this and this dude, it wasn't even like a beat down. It was just like a couple punches. But it, I just felt bad as a cool dude, mm. and it was and and I apologized so many times. It's been years, but I had to forgive myself. Mm. <laughs> wow. I never. I never. I never. Yeah, I never, did, yeah. you know, like. Did, did the individual accept the forgiveness? Did the individual accept the forgiveness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, good. But it's still, that shit was still yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. You know, yep. just continuing on this topic of forgiveness, because it seems like it's a, a pretty strong topic on the project. Mm. I, I wanted to ask you, like, how does one go from not being ready to forgive to eventually, you know, being confirmed and taking the step towards forgiveness? Like, like forgiveness sounds like flour, flowery sometimes when you hear like enlightened people speak about it. But for so many people, it's like, it's not that easy. You know, like when you think about like the people that might've done you wrong, like it might be a love, a so-called loved one or a family member. Mm-hmm. And you like, mm-hmm. they did you dirty and you you it takes so much for you to even say you know what i'm gonna forgive right. this person like yeah. um i had to forget dude i had to forget i had to, I had to, I had to let the let yeah it'll eat you up the record label stuff the, the yeah all that man I, I do i had to stop being mad at him i had to stop right i had to stop bro it was making me sick wow it was making me sick like it was making me sick like literally what got you over the hump? It 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 well it comes it comes and goes. I'm gonna be honest. Mm. It, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not gonna act like all oh, you know what I'm saying. Like yeah, yeah. It's, it's real stuff, man. Um, it's a discipline. Mm. It's a discipline, and um, I don't know. It's just it's just there. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's it's there. Yeah. And, but you it. know, like when you when you have like, you know somebody that might have did you wrong right and you like mm-hmm. to even think about them is, is stressful you know what i mean like right yeah, how does yeah, somebody yeah. go it, from but it, but yeah this is what i'm saying point a to point it, b yeah it's yeah but it's but it's there yeah. like it, it had it happens you ain't you don't gotta you don't gotta like like you don't gotta interact with them yeah 
You don't have to. And then it's it's a million people that you know that you probably don't like. You it's a you find out people that you 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 didn't you probably on Facebook you looking like that's how that goofy motherfucker thinks. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Right, right. Like right. It, it's mad people that you don't agree with. That but now you you nitpicking because you can see every little detail. Here is too much contact. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So you so now we looking too close. It's like it's like you ever be in a studio with with somebody that's listening too close to the music, mm-hmm. and then they they mess the song up because they're listening too close and they keep nitpicking, nitpicking. You messing the relationship up. Mm. You look you looking too close. Yeah, it's not that deep. Is it? Is that what you're trying to yeah. say? <laughs> yeah, it's not that deep. Give it a little space. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's not that deep, and, and once you once you once you really look at the the other perspective, anyway, you'll have a more of an understanding. So. Sometimes you gotta back up to let the echo. Yeah. How about that? That the reflection, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you have echoes, right? We we producers, so um, you have a, a, a delay. Mm-hmm. Hello, hello, hello. And then you have slap back delay. Hello, hello. Hello. It's too close. Right. Back it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a- Perspective too. <laughs> Perspective is is I think is important too. Like being able to put yourself in that person's shoes as to why they might have made that move. You know, sometimes it's not warranted, but I think it's helpful sometimes to be able to say, okay, maybe I could look at this from a different <laughs> different way. Yeah. But you know, there's those yeah. relationships where you like, man, I don't even want to see this person. I don't even want to talk about this person. <laughs> you know, right. like. It be happening like that, you know, um, for some people. But yeah, I'm glad that you chose to put a put a topic like forgiveness so apparent on the mm-hmm. record, man. Because you know, I think it works with the the whole title, you know, the universe. You know, yep. um, what is it? Universe does not reward. Not reward. Fear, fear. Right? Yeah. Um, it works, you know, because you you have to overcome certain things right to be able to i guess benefit from the fruits of what your purpose is you know and 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 if 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 forgiveness from someone or something is is a barrier then it it stops you from being able to get the rewards of the universe so i i, yeah. I think it it makes sense for the topic i have a question i always wanted to ask you and i feel like you've probably gotten this question quite a lot um, but maybe you can answer it from this perspective. So let me just first start by saying your name is Hezekiah. It's interesting mm-hmm. that you grew up in a gospel background. I know it. How often have you been mistaken for the gospel artist Hezekiah Walker? <laughs> <laughs> Um, a, mil- a million times, I actually got introduced introduced on stage at Hezekiah Walker. I was like, hold on now. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I actually got introduced two people at Hezekiah Walker. Then wow. I had to explain my way down the, the, oh, the, the uh, social ladder. <laughs> That's crazy. What's the, what's the <laughs> wildest story don't you walk, have? People don't walk away. <laughs> Is that like what's the is that would you say that's like the most incredible story you have of being mistaken for him or like is there something else out there that like you like that blows your no. mind oh, when you oh, think about yeah, 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 yeah. 
Okay. Okay. We was in, we was in D.C. Uh-huh. Me, this is like 2000 and, no, damn, 2003. My fault, 2003. 2003. Me, Odyssey, Kev Brown, all that was going to be society, uh-huh. right, in D.C. My boys was joking at the time, and it was like, oh, snap, it's heavy Kaya. Oh, snap, oh, I'm like, yeah, y'all, y'all know, you know. I'm just joking and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. These kids, these, these dudes from the street, oh, oh, my God. They, so they started, like, flipping out. Can I get your autograph? Yeah. And then they thought I was having Kyle Walker. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. All because I, I don't know who started it's Like, make sure you put that walk on there. You forgot your last name. <laughs> I don't know if it was uh, Mark, my boy Mark, uh-huh. or, or or Odyssey, or I don't know who started that. That shit was hilarious, oh, but yeah, shit. that was the, that was the most funniest. Hezekiah Walker. Has anybody like showed mother. up to like your concerts? You know where you know your your name is Hezekiah on the bill, and they were expecting to see the other. Nah, I, I ain't never had that. I ain't never had that. That's hilarious. Yeah, that would be that crazy, would be right? Hilarious, yo, doing something like cornbread. <laughs> Here's I had to, to ask you that. Have Here's you ever met world. him? Have you ever spoken with Hezekiah Walker? Or met, met yeah, him? Yeah, he hit me up on um he hit me up on um, Facebook Messenger, the um direct message. Okay, we have a lot of mutual friends. That's um, crazy. Yeah. My friend Carla that I grew up with from Delaware. Um she's like his assistant or one of his he, oh, she dope. works with him. Dope. And he was like, Yeah, hey, we uh, we got a lot of non mutual friends. And I uh I said, Oh yeah. By the way, I got some songs I wrote for you. You can have these songs. <laughs> I was just about to ask you, y'all should do a record together. I mean, you yeah. have the gospel background, so I think it yeah. could work. You know, I think it could work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, hopefully that comes true. That'd be dope. I would love to work with Hester Kyle Walker. Yeah. That would have to be, be dope, special. Though, that, that's, you know, that's generational. That's, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's super inspirational. But we, we can come at it from ooh, yeah. the perspectives. We can come at the stories. And then the rhythms we rhythms we can create together sonically and all that. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> I wonder if he's ever been, if it's ever been the other way around for him. Like, has anyone mistaken him for you? <laughs> that, that can't be. I, can't be right. Like, <laughs> that that's when like, you know. Like that's when that. you know you like superstar status. You know what I mean? <laughs> I would never. I would never say never. Word, yeah, right? That would be. That would be funny. I want. I want to. I want to know. I'm gonna ask him actually. That would be dope. Maybe, yeah. That would be dope to get a response. Yeah. And then it'd be like, the response is like, no, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. So uh, talk boy. to me about, um. I mean, I've known of you being involved with Beat Society. Tell the people a little bit about what Beat Society is. How did it first come to be? Your role in Beat Society, you know, how it functions. Just give people a little briefing on beef society and to my knowledge it still exists today right yeah okay yeah, we just we're we're working on like some stuff behind the scenes okay but we um last thing we did was our podcast uh oh, we dope. did that for three years and you'll hear us man uh, me and my boy sale which is my beef society partner host the beef society um you know we did a podcast for the last three years we're super um we bounce off each other bang 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 like our brains are just go back and listen to that podcast. You'll hear a lot of predictions and stuff that we talked about. <laughs> nice. 
<laughs> and then we just stopped right before the pandemic happened. We decided, eh, we did enough talking. <laughs> and then the pandemic happened. It's not like we stopped the podcast. Right, we, just, right, right. we just we just was like, okay, that's enough talking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's enough talking. And then um, now we're uh, doing stuff behind the scenes, just prepping, working on stuff together. That's the homie. Uh, forever. So Beast Society is a uh, producer showcase. Um, the first, um, to my knowledge, uh, uh, we started in 2001. Mm. Early, yeah. Uh, early Yeah, early, you know, producer showcase uh, started in Philadelphia. Our first producers were me, Kev Brown, Sat One, mm-hmm. uh, Jay Ski, uh, Ilman, Kanye West, oh, uh, I didn't know Kanye 80, was 88 Keys, uh, yeah, the Ninth Wonder and them started jumping on, yeah. not, not all them, yes. everybody, you know, started at B Society, like, because I, I, you know, I'll, I'm always trying to do something different, right, so I was on Soul Spasm Records, Soul Spasm had a website called uh, they, you know, came up with a digital platform that sell beats online or expose. It was an early beat star. Like we were the originals. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like HBO was scoring their films from us. So and so, you know, like people was actually download, you know, participating on BeatSociety.com. And uh, I came up with a. Uh, I was like, Yo, dude, I'm a producer. And you know what's up? I'm a producer and I'm a dancer and I'm a rapper. <laughs> You know which one of those do not get to perform on stage? The Every, dancer. Three is the magic number, man. One of those are, is not performing on stage. It's the producer. The producer so I was like, yo, I, I think we should put producers on stage. Got it. And it was like, how's it going to work? So we sat down. Oh, it was like five of us, Steph Tatas, Jim Drew, Sal, Sayo, Christoph, and myself. We sat down, uh, passed out format of the show make it smooth sayo he's the owner he's the uh run a thing called hip-hop 101 so he hosts steph she used to work for uh, a record label in new york i forget the dad on record label but she knew all like kev and uh she already knew odyssey she already, you know i didn't then i i knew I, yeah yeah so damn that's how i met odyssey huh through steph that's crazy mm. <laughs> um Shout out to Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out, shout out to Oh. <laughs> so, uh, so, so then we uh, we came up with this, with this format, man, and put the whole put the whole show together. The first show was at the five spot. Uh, halfway full. By the second show, there was a line around the corner because everybody heard about this show called Beat Society. Mm. And by the third show, we had Kanye West. Mm. We had, you know, uh, 88 Keys, Illmind. That's where Illmind met Kanye West. Interesting. Around this time, I bought, I think I was the first person to buy an Illmind beat. Mm. As a matter of fact, do you know that drop? You know that Illmind mixed it. So ain't no need to fix it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's on all of his beats. Mm-hmm. That's me. Wow. He said with my, my voice, that's from um, before that's I go. Dope. I brought him in. I said, that's how I brought Ilman into the game. I said, what y'all want to wage war for? 
This is a stick up. Get your hands up and get on the floor. The voodoo priest that threw a hex on your vocal cord. The slave they threw overboard. Who walked back to shore on the ocean floor. And the FBI watches bitches. Vocal tones, high pitches, cracking dishes. Subliminally split poems at canine pitches. And just in case the credits are listed, ill mind mixed it. So ain't no need to fix it. Cocky coons, cocky tunes. Sounding like a bunch of goons to me. <laughs> what else could I say I'm saying? You so regular. I'm so succulent. You so suck with it. You government funded. Fucking I'm done with it. Laugh at it. As if I was a pastor. Just active, it's the last to get passionate. Zip it fast and it fast to get blasted with them arrogant fascists, fascists who walk right through rightful passages. Anglo Saxons still target practicing. They aim it at a W. Way fans with Raven Jackets got to pack his fucking gorilla tactics. <laughs> wow. So let me ask you something. So initially, like, Beat Mine was all your vision. I mean, I mean, let me say, did I say beat mine? I said <laughs> beat society. <laughs> beat society was all your vision. Yep. So you brought that to fruition. That's dope. Now, was Ill Mind, this was, was this before Ill Mind was, was actually so producing and like, I, like when I say Ill producing, Mind I mean his Ill music. Mind was making beats for a year and a half, dude. Wow. So he was really yes. new. He was already good. I was like, what the fuck? And he, he was doing all this on a Triton. <laughs> he was doing all this on a Triton. And I was like, yo, how do you get to Triton? It was crazy, right? right. The Triton was known for that, that NERD sound or that old Swiss beat sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Illmind was making this joint sound warm. And I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah, man. And he had something. And I was like, matter of fact, that verse was. Uh, one take and it was the first that was the first beat i heard from Ilmine. he, he um phil philly blunt from ill vibe collective he was friends with Ilmine. um mm. and he played his he played his cd and the, the first that was the first beat before i go uh and they was like i'm gonna play another beat and i was like no 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 give me the booth give me the booth and i sang the hook i'm singing on, on that joint so I sang the hook and I said, okay, give me the verses. I laid that whole song in like an hour. Then mm. I was like, all right, give me another beat. And then I laid uh, Children Don't Play, the second one, mm. at my, my house on my uh, eight track. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a great, I, I didn't know about that history Ilmine, with Ilmine, yeah. Man, we got, we got history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember we uh, sales car broke down. Ilmine drove, we drunk uh, his Ontario. We jumped in that joint and drove all the way to Atlanta. We did the whole tour, and Elmine drove. Mm. Wow. Yeah, man. El, that's why he's at where he's at. Wow. When yeah, I was yeah, talking about that dude, like, hustling, like, that dude. accomplished dude, yeah. I'm talking about sleep, slept on couches. I've seen it. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm proud. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm proud to, like, to, I'm like, witness that, yeah. to be part of, yeah, to be part of the journey, to yeah. witness it, to, to like be like, yo, that's my that's my voice right there. <laughs> wow, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, so it's just um, it's awesome, man. I was, it's, yeah, it's just it's just awesome Indeed. to know that we were not crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For having these ideas, like you know, I, I used to travel to DC and and make beats in Odyssey's mom basement. Wow, you know what I mean? Wow, and we this and, is, and, and, just kept, yeah. and that's how we hustled. That's how we connected with each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, you was moving I, around a lot, man. I didn't. I you know, 
I have to say I didn't hear about you first until um hurry up and wait, but I as you talk now, like I I'm seeing that you were moving around a lot. Dude, prior I was to that. with the roots. Yeah. With yeah. the roots. I was doing a yeah. whole Yeah. I watched Jill I watched Jill Scott. I watched Jill Scott. I watched Jaguar. I toured with Jaguar, right? <laughs> yeah, she's on. She's on. Hurry up and wait, right? Or is it right? Like, yeah, I, pre- I predict the right. Yeah, Bahamadia is my mentor. When I moved to Philly, Bahamadia was the one say, that uh that what that taught me how my cadence. You know how I do my voice. Yeah. How how you know how I can like jump in the pockets. Yeah. Bahamadia taught me uh breath control and uh throating with wow. rapping. And and uh, and melodic melodic rapping. It's kind of like what Snoop does, but she's more technical version of snoop because she has she has a smooth voice so she has a very distinct uh style and she does not get enough credit for it yes but her man she is a technical it's a lot of people have a technical but it's hard to have be technical and to have soul yeah and she's technical with soul and that's man that's my Mm. opinion so tapping into your past records uh a project that you had put out that i was a big fan of was um the collaborative project you had with songstress isha yeah. i already know that's my and, that's my favorite project to record yo that project is so dope man like the the sound of it is special and then after that, like I, I don't, I don't think I heard from her again. I mean, I could just right. be out of the loop in terms of what's going on with her. But is is there any possibility, or did was there an attempt to, to actually gotta, do gotta, another Ishe project? We we actually have three songs in the um, in the hard drive that's unreleased. Okay, so a little EP. They just, they just sitting there. Maybe so, an EP. <laughs> yeah, maybe an EP or something. But I would love to do a do a project. She had she had another she had another project right after. Yeah. Ours. What um you know the drummer Daru Jones. Oh yeah, I'm fam- like, I'm definitely familiar with Daru. Drum. I didn't know that she had a project with him though. Yeah, before he That's started like blowing up on Instagram. Yeah. She did she, she did a project with him. Nice. Yeah, so check that, for that, that project's pretty cool. I just think that the way that you. You know what you what you did for her, like in terms of your production contribution, and even some of your vocals. Mm-hmm. I think you contributed some vocals on that too. Like it just mm-hmm. worked. Like it worked. Like her, her voice, her her melodic tones just worked with that sound. And I know that sound is a kind of a soulful kind of vintage sound, but I I really really like appreciate that sound. I would love to hear like another. You know, yeah, a part but, two to but, that. but if you listen to the Ishe has a tie project, it's kind of like what Kanye West was doing with uh, what's her name? What's her name? Uh, what's her name? Uh, um, Tiana. Huh? What's her name? Tiana. Yeah. Tiana, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tiana Taylor. Yeah. You know, samples. That samples, makes sense. That makes sense. Floaties. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you know, we did it in 2011. So the ah, I see. The, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I see the connection. Yeah. So, so because Ishe is a Wu Tang fan, mm. Ishe Ishe can spit lyrics through the Wu like Ghostface, Killer Priest, yada. She spit all. She, her sister, her sister was Rock Nest Monsters' girl. You know, like so yeah. when 
when she which was, is the she reason was, why, yeah, at, yeah. She stayed at she stayed at the crib in Philly. Rockness Monster stayed at the at my house in Philly for a whole summer. Dope. You know what I'm saying? So that's how hip hop Isha is. You know, like her yeah. and her sister. They they. But so when she we connected and not, I didn't have to teach her hip hop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. didn't have to teach her how to hold a pocket, how to connect with a beat as a. I didn't. I didn't even have to teach her how to talk with a sample. You know how rappers talk to samples, right? And you intertwine with them because she listened to Wu Tang do it. Mm. So I was like, "Oh my god, I, I got this girl right now." No, you know, no, no offense to her, but she's asking me to take the vocal samples out of this because she can't write to the song. I'm like, "You didn't learn how to how to talk to the samples yet?" Oh, uh, that's some hip hop shit. Oh, I miss you, Ishe. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's you know I mean? that's deep. Yeah, you know I, what I'm saying. So. She already had the hip hop understanding. Yeah. That a lot of singers don't have. And that was a whoo, that was the That's that special nice. though. That's special. Yeah, man. That that was special. Yeah. <laughs> and you can hear it all on that I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause it, it it gives that element that I feel like, you know, people like myself, yourself, others who are, you know, were brought up on that sound appreciates mm-hmm. you know like for instance right. like adrian young's um oh, project yeah. i think it's like the delphonics mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's that sound like it's you know like mm-hmm. you you can listen to it and it it means something special to you because it's like you're hearing wu-tang r&b yeah. you know what I'm saying? like it, you know Yo. if that makes sense you know what i mean like I, yeah it it, it it, it 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 holds a special we place were, for people like us that came up on that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's dope. That's dope. I, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna reach out to her too. We yeah, got, we got man. Yo, I'm so glad yeah. I got you on the on the line because my favorite record from you, and probably one of the first records I heard from you that I I, I got a story for you, Hezekiah. This <laughs> the hold hold on record. Featuring Lady mm-hmm. Alma. Oh, yeah. You played this record. Mm-hmm. No, matter of fact, Squeeze Radio in New York City. Mm-hmm. I remember you were on their show and they interviewed you. This is, you know, this is Susio Smash. Back then he was called Jer2 mm-hmm. and Tim, Tim C, who mm-hmm. did WKCR, which was Stretch and Barbito's show mm-hmm. at Columbia University. They used to play it. I think it was either a 12-inch or a 7-inch. It had another, I think it, I think it was the B-side to another record. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. forgetting what the A-side record was. But I love that record. And they used to play it a lot. And they used to play that joint? What? Dope. Yo, they used to play it a lot. And I remember I couldn't, I thought it was going to be on the album, Hurry Up and Wait. Not and it wasn't on the album. And yeah, it wasn't a- <laughs> I didn't have turntables. So I wanted the record so badly. I think I went to Fat Beats, you know, when they mm-hmm. were still open in New York, the store. Right. And I bought it. And I had somebody turn it into a MP3 or something for me. Right, but I still right. was a little pissed off because I was like, it was having it like the crackling sound and like it wasn't like crisp. Uh, and, you I, know, I, I, I email it to you. I email it to you. I email <laughs> it yo, to you. I, yo, I'm telling you, has like. Matter of fact, matter of fact, matter of fact, 
there's an EP, there's an album. But this this is what I want to ask on. you. Like, was that ever released digitally? Like, yes, dude. If you submit some, if submit to my bank, I'm glad you brought it up. It sounded like we set that up. Submit to <laughs> uh, submit. <laughs> submit to my band camp. <laughs> subscribe. Subscribe, <laughs> subscribe, yeah. subscribe to my band camp. There's an album called The Slideshow. Ah. It features that it features that song. Dang, I forgot about this. I released so much music. But if you subscribe to my band camp, you get that album that is only it only exists if you subscribe to my band camp. Okay. I have that it has that song on it with me and Lady Alma, which okay. is where it has uh Jazzy Fat and Estes which they used to sing for the far side. Okay. And then they, they, they're part of the Roots crew. They would, you know, they, they're on the album. Music Soul Child is on the album. This album was before Music Soul Child was signed. It had Ben Kenny. Ben Kenny, he used to play guitar for the, uh, for the Roots mm-hmm. at one point. Light Skin Dude. Okay. He later, he, le- he left the Roots to sing for um, Incubus. Okay. Wow. He's on the album. I used to, we, we all we all crew together, we're, but back you know we were with the Roots crew and we was all we stay over each other's houses and make music. So he's on the album. Uh, and who else is on his Dagon album? Legendary punk uh, Mick Rad, Chuck Treese mm. on guitar. He's on the album. Uh, every it's like a lot of people on his album. Lady Alma. Wow. Uh, it's, it's a lot of people I, on this I, album. You know, for y- years would go by, has and I would mm-hmm. be like, all right, maybe he's gonna put it out on something else, and I would never mm-hmm. see it. And I'm like, um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna email you this. Out. I'm gonna email. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send that. Right it was to one of those records that always kind of like I just, you know, I remember this happening. You know, and I'm sure you have stories like this of you know, records you grow up listening to and you're like, you hear it on the radio and you're like, you can't wait to hear it again and you kind of record it. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. Like, I remember um, when LL uh, did a record with um, Allure um, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't know, I was younger back then and it would be um, like, I grew up in Brooklyn and I would hear like the song playing, like people passing by in cars and I'd be like running down the block to hear the record. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and like that trying to make one, out. That's one of them songs. That's not, nah. Like, you know, to hear it so that I can make it out so that I guess the nah. next time I can go find it. You know what I mean? Like that record yeah. was one of those records for me. Wow. Um, I mean, at, at the time, like I knew the record, you know, and I knew right. that it was like, a, like I said, either it was a 12 inch or a 7 inch. So I actually went and purchased right. it, you know, even though I didn't have a turntable. Right. But, you know, I always wanted right. to hear it from, um, you know, digitally being that out didn't really have turntables. Yeah, my boy, so I always wanted uh, to ask boy, you about Ma- that. I think my boy Max did the beat. Mm. My boy Max did the beat. He's, he's this, this dude that lives in this loft in Philly in Chinatown. <laughs> I think and that he, was he, the he, record that actually put me on the Lady Armor. Because oh, I didn't wow. know about her prior to that. And then I used to work at this 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 music company that uh uh this dude that was into like um what is that? Like be better than, oh, that's like man. house and stuff, right? Like he was into right. that and I was asking him about Lady Armor because of that record and he gave me right. a CD with Lady Armor and I was like blown away. When I heard the right. record, like so, like yeah, that, I think that was the record that put me on to her. You know what I mean? It, that smoke, it, that smoky voice, man. Yeah, like, man. Oh, that, she's such that an woman, amazing singer. Yeah, such an amazing person. Oh wow, yeah. Person, wow. man. You, yo, I'm talking about when I was going through my thing. 
when I was depressed. Mm. See, you, see, you don't know like the, the dynamic in the Roots crew. That's Roots crew. Mm. That's Jaguar Wright's cousin. Oh wow! You see what I'm saying? She would call. She called me, and she you know we talk. We still cool. It's like all like that's the crew. Which Medina, all them cats. That's the, we're family. Mm. We've been like this since back in the day. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Deep. Um. Her presence on and how she got on the song. I don't even know how the song happened. <laughs> My boy Max was like, yo, you got some verses for <laughs> And I just I had these verses already written. Mm. Right? I had these verses written. I was like trying trying to find the right the right track. Mm. And that thing just came together. I was like, oh, this is that's dope. This is man. special. Yeah, this yeah, is special. I'm, it's such Max a warm work, record, that's man. Max work, yeah. That's what Max was working on at the same time. Mm. MF Doom's first, he was like videotape, he was like the director for his first video. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, at the same time he was doing that. Like, that, trying to work, the beat, MF man, Doom the trying beat to is work, so... figure out his solo career. <laughs> wow. That beat just kind of rides a certain way. He also produced it's a, it's a joint called Trinity with me, Chief Kamach, Guys. Yo, what's good with Chief? Chief is another dude that's like, ah oh man, I know I'm drifting the interview to like other people, oh, but oh. like I know you've worked with Chief and like Chief is another one of those dudes that like one of those brothers that's like so gifted, man. Like I, I'm I'm like I I like Surprise. I get excited when I hear a new Chief Kamachi album is coming out. Like just his Surprise. energy. <sighs> Surprise! I got a whole EP produced by Hezekiah. Oh, yes, a Say whole EP, seven songs, and it's just sitting there in my hard drive. Yo, what are you? What's going on, Hez? You got to release I, that. I sent it. To, I sent it to Kamachi. Like, oh, I was okay. like, yo, what are we gonna do with this joint? I sent it oh, to him like man. a little bit ago. I also have an unreleased track with, um, produced by Hezekiah. Uh, Chino XL track. Dope, dope. I have also have a track with Elzai unreleased. Oh my goodness! It's, and it's all this stuff, and I'm like, what? Is, what are y'all doing with these songs? Because I know that my production was weird at the time. Right, right, but right. right. Now, it's, it should fit. It should fit in now. Mm. It should fit because I know it can't. It's got, it, their excuses are always like, it doesn't fit in the project. It Yo, does, man. you know, like, okay, now how about now? <laughs> What what the, what the, must that be like for you, man? Like I'm, you know, I, I always, you know, this this is a conversation that comes up a lot when I talk with my 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 brother, my co-host, uh, about like projects that we're always kind of waiting for. But this leads me to think about the projects that we don't know about that's coming, that's literally sitting there in a vault, and then one day you just get surprised as a fan. He was like, where the hell did this come from? Where you know did this mean? come from? Yo, Word. That, man. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, I would love to hear that record, man. Um, I think Chief Kamachi is such a special talent when it comes to hip-hop. All, we're all the same crew. Wow, that's lady. That's Philly. Yeah, the thing about Philly, the thing about Philly, soul, the soul scene and the street and the street rapper scene is they the mesh. same thing. Wow, 
that's how you had that's how you everybody think Beanie Siegel got on by Jay Z, but people don't. Jay, Beanie Siegel was on the Roots album first. Mm. He's on Things Fall Apart first. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know he he used to hang with Malik B. Rest in peace, brother. Got it. So, and then Jill used to, you know what I'm saying? So it it all flows the same. <laughs> right, right, right. For, you know, freeway, yeah. all everybody, it all flows. Yeah, I noticed like when Kindred the Family Soul, they would do their events too. They would always include both MCs yeah. and singers, you know. So I could definitely see that, you know, that type of unity in Philly, man. Mm-hmm. You guys got something special in Philly. Yeah, we did. And then, you know, not notice, not knowing it's special until like, shoo. Mm. And they're not knowing you in the middle of it, dude. Right. Said, right. It's a, wow, it's that a must new be something. Got, yeah. Like, not like, didn't realize I was a peer till people that I admired said that I was a peer. <laughs> Alienate yourself. You'll become an alien and that's a human being start looking at you weird. You see what I'm saying? Mm, mm. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it, um, and that's, that's Philly. Wow. That you, you can be right next to right brother. Like, ah, you just, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's and um and, and the thing is it's so it's so many here, so many magical people that and if you don't leave, you don't even know how special you are. Wow. That's the that's the, the yeah. fucker for me. And I'm talking about like like Bilal lives over right over here. And I'm talking about Steve McKee lives here. Right. I'm talking right. about Kendrick Family Soul lives three blocks away. I'm talking about Reese. Reese lives on a couple blocks down the street. So you know what I'm saying? That's crazy. <laughs> it's like, it's, 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 and, and, but you, and then you get used to it. Yeah. You get used to, you get used to seeing Marsha and Bozier at Wawa every, yeah. you know, like every other day. You, yeah. get used to see, you know what I'm saying? You got used to it. Wow. So I, I want to, um, I know we done talked a lot, man, but I definitely want to get these, these last set of questions off. This was, this was a good interview. I, I like how we kind of flowed back and forth with this one. Um, the last complete rap album, as I said, I heard from you was Dreams Don't Chase Themselves, which Mm -hmm. I think came out probably in 2015. And I just always remember that album title kind of striking my attention because it gave a needed reality to this often flowery perspective people sometimes have about dreams, right? Like that idea that I actually... You know, that it actually takes work. Like, you know, it takes mm-hmm. effort to actually get your dreams in action, right? Um, where it becomes right. a reality. What mm. what keeps someone who has truly discovered that they're on the right path to pursuing their dreams to keep going despite the disappointments along the way? You what said would you, dreams, yeah. path, and you say away. Hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, first there's a will mm. if you will it you which what are you willing no no first you have a dream then you have a will then you have a path which is and then they show you the way 
it's, it's like take one step towards God is take two steps towards you. Right. Taking one step, what, taking one step means taking one step towards whatever you supposed to be, whatever you need to do to get to where you want to go. Yeah. You want to, you want to, uh, learn how to play bass. Mm. All right. Don't make no excuses. You can learn bass on YouTube. No excuse. You want to work out. You don't have to go to the gym. You can work out. It's a floor right there. Do mm-hmm. some pushups. Mm-hmm. No excuses. Step one. And then God, you know, he said, take, take one step towards God. He'll take two towards you. Mm-hmm. Something that will show up. Okay. Next level. It's like, you know, that next level of a video game, but you got to pay attention to the signs. Mm. It might, it might be a, hey, you go to, you go to a flea market. Oh, how much is that punching bag? The punching bag is like $20. I know that's a daggone $200 punching bag. Oh, and I'm working out. Okay. Let me get that. That's a blessing right mm. there. Mm. So now it's your job to recognize what, what, what the, what the way, what the, what the, what's in the past. Mm. And so you, it's like a video game. You're picking up little things. <laughs> mm. Diamonds, jewels, yeah. get the jewels up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like <laughs> get to the next level. <laughs> it, it's for 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 people like you know, I, and I could even say this for myself. Like you know, you get to a place where you know maybe within that first year you don't get what you expected to get. You know, I know we yeah. were talking about this earlier. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, sure. But um. You know, you know that this is your path, right? You know this is what you're supposed to do. Like you're you're confirmed in this because you actually love doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but like, what motivates you to continue on, even though you didn't get the rewards you were looking for? Um, this is what I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's like. It's like I don't know, man. I don't have that uh, thing that uh, that other people had. Mm. The uh, I, well, I, I guess I did have it, but when I stopped being a rapper and I stopped being a producer and I stopped being a, I just started being an artist. I just started being an artist. Mm. Then, like you said, you you do it for the reason that you first fell in love with it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it, it's, I used, to, I used to think it was corny. He was like, do it for the love, do it for the love. You know what I'm saying? And, but it's, 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 it's a balance between adulthood and the love because the love is a childhood, but adulthood is responsibilities. Yeah. So then it has, you have to like choose when you can and balance it out. Mm-hmm. When you can and can't, what you can't afford, what you can't afford in your craft, how much time you can afford, because time is money too. Yeah. And, and, and do, it, do it to make you happy. Do it as your uh, zen zone. If it is your zen zone, if it stresses you out, don't do it. Yeah. If music stresses you out, don't do, do it. it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think it's key. I, I think you said balance. I love yeah. the fact that you said adulthood and the happiness. Because mm-hmm. sometimes people get it confused, and I think that's where we get in a lot of trouble. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. we, 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 there's still responsibilities here. You know, like you, yeah, you can't just lot, be, man. you know, lackadaisical with this. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I think, I, I think that's, that's really important. Um, finding that balance, you know, what happens though? Like when the responsibility 
gets in the way of the happiness or vice versa. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't, yeah. I, uh, there's always something. Yeah. I it's guess that's where you got to go back to the balance. I, I talk to people that we use, you would think that like, super happy, okay, I talked to, I talked to somebody that like, had band issues. And these, this band, this dude was like high up, high up, like hot, I'm talking about on TV, everything. Mm. I'm talking about I'm talking about my band issues with Johnny Popcorn. And this dude is talking about the same shit. Mm. As a as a band leader, I'm like, okay, it's just different levels. Yeah. Same shit, different levels. You're still dealing with people, you're still dealing with personalities, you're still dealing with schedules, with, you know, outside influences, yada yada. I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 all the same. I don't care if you're working at working at Red Lobster. I don't care if you you know what I'm saying. Right, right. Man, it's management. It's people management. It's it's relationships. So once again, it's those boxes. Yeah. Why people can't? It's the walls that people. Why people can't see the 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 uh, the commonality. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's the same. It's the same. We go through all. We go through the same thing all the time. It's a skill. The same issue. The same issue. Yeah, it's a skill. Like same yeah. issue. You got at work. Probably same issue. You got you. You get you got in your relationship. Yeah. You wow. don't listen. Wow. You don't so and so. You know what I'm saying? Yes, the same. It is people making the same complaints. Same same thing that was on your report card. You don't listen. Interesting. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably the same shit. Yeah. And that's when, you know, that's when you got to sit down, man. Right. Be be humble. <laughs> yes. So also um, on Dreams Don't Chase Themselves, you have another song on there called Don't Get In Your Way. And you say oh, on the yeah. song, do yourself a favor and don't let you get you. Mm-hmm. What are some examples of things you you see people do or, you you know, just based on your observation uh people do to get in their way or block themselves from their own success that they sometimes might not even be conscious I'm, of and i'm not I, even going to talk about it i'm gonna talk about myself yeah yeah do you yeah uh, do you yeah, yeah. So, you know I ain't, I ain't gonna preach to people yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give testimony yes <laughs> yes yeah you know i mean um hasty being hasty mm. um haste makes waves sometimes I, I, I um you know i rush a rush, uh, and then it's then I'm then I then you end up um, picking up the slack, mm. you, you know, and then what? And then it, that 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 uh, hinders a uh, forward movement because it's like making a meal. Uh, a real chef, they'll chop up all the vegetables, all the stuff, and and yeah. have all all the ingredients laid out before mm. they start even putting it in the pan. You know what I'm saying? That mean now you're not right, rushing around. Where's the where's the uh the paprika 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 and where's the you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and then now you're burning your food. Now you you know because you didn't prep. Are you are you are you uh you 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 um you're a painter? You're painting a house, right? You rushing the walls. You didn't sand the walls. You didn't you didn't uh plaster. You didn't sand the plaster. Now you got bubbles in the wall. Now you got to go back and do it again. So it's like it's the same thing. Preparation. Mm. Slow down. I gotta tell myself that a lot. Mm. 
a lot. So, uh, so yeah, that that part. <laughs> right. No, that's yeah. So, and, and, and that that that's that's how I I get gotten my way a lot. Um, uh, shut up and listen. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Shut up and shut up and listen. Mm. No anger, no fear. How do you break the pattern of distraction? How do I break the pattern of distraction? Write it, write it down. Mm. Wake up in the morning, write it down. How do I, how do you break the pattern of like no, no anger, no fear? How do you break the, the fear pattern? How do you break the yeah. anger pattern? Um, I, I, yeah, that's a, that's a work in progress too. Mm. You just, uh, got to, I, I, I don't know. I just like being still. Mm. And and breathing, and then then everything. I don't know. Everything kind of slows down. Yeah, it's like you said, coming back to the present. Yeah, yeah, coming back to that place of being present. You know, because yeah. you could be all over the place. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. They call it uh, in Buddhism, they call it a uh, monkey mind. You have monkey mind, and you have monk. I, I just learned this like like last year. <laughs> I was reading this monk book. I was like, "Oh, monkey, you all over the place." And then wow. monk is in. Is I was like, "Ah, monkey and monk." Oh, okay. Wow. Discipline. Discipline. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Has I thank you so much for taking the time with me today, man. I I wanted to ask you, in closing. I know we're getting to pretty much the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And you, you said earlier in the interview that, um, you know, you, you would hope that people would be able to go back to your catalog, you know, after this project. Like, how do you want um, people to reflect on your music, I guess, going into 2021? I just want them to be inspired. Mm. I want them to be inspired to try it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, try a lot. <clears throat> Everybody's doing everything now. Now is the time. Now is the time to, like, like, like just try stuff. Try, mm. try, try different frequencies. Try different mixing styles. Mm. You know what I mean? Shit, let somebody else mix your shit. Mm. See, I didn't mean to say that. I, didn't say. I don't know. Like, just try it. Like, don't... Who knows? Mm. What's the who ultimate... Knows, man? What's the ultimate message you want people to take away from this concept for this project? You know, the universe does not reward fear. Like after they sit and they listen to this, this, this album, what do you want them to gain? Maybe that is a benefit for themselves. After some, like some kind of, some this. kind of peace, mm. some kind of, yeah, some kind of like, um, some kind of like like we said earlier, I'm not in this alone. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my, you know my girl, my girl, my girl got hairy legs too. Or, or mm. my uh, my my man is that you know whatever like, and just like look like 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 not. I know that they they people look at it as settling or whatever like that, but it's like half full like appreciate like just like I don't know what it. That's what I want. That's what I want people to appreciate life, mm. where you're at. Appreciate it because you know how when you get a job, right? Oh, you go for a job. You're like, oh my god, thank God I got that job. 
Woo, thank God I got that job. Six months later, it was like, damn, I hate this job. And you mm -hmm. forgot why you wanted the job to begin with. You right, forgot right, why, right, why right. this job is a blessing. And so it's, it's the same. If it's, it's that, that's what I wanted people to rec recognize from this from this album. Yesteryear bars. Look at the good side of these young boys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. All of them have a perspective. That perspective. All these songs. That's the common thing in this album. Mm. So. Yeah, man. That's a that's a, that's what I want people to take away with. That's that's very well said, man. Thank you for that, man. Is there any projects to come that you know you think fans would want to hear? You know, from you, like, what do you have anything big planned in the future? That even if it's not music, it could be something else that you're contributing artistically that you think people should know about? Uh, <laughs> just, just tune in because sure. I got like some film ideas. Okay. I got, I got a, yeah, I got a new, pro I got the next project. I'm actually working on the visuals for it. Okay. soon. Okay. Cause after, 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 you know, I'm gonna promote this project. Uh, the universe does not reward fear for a while. Yeah. The other project, my brother is already executive producing. He's already putting it together now. Um, it will be an instrumental series. Mm. Dope. And and uh and the artwork, everything is great already. So nice. stay tuned for that. Get hyped for it because the visuals are gonna be crazy and uh I'm trying to make it a more of an experience. Um I'm nice. gonna try to start showing my face more on social media. But <laughs> yeah, I kinda backed up a little bit. <laughs> hey it's needed at times man it's needed at times to take that break from social media i know Heck people yeah. I, i've seen people that they like early in the game in social media like they were like you know all over social media and then <laughs> you don't see them no more for the last you know six years you know like i'm like yeah you made a smart decision <laughs> dude i vlog i vlog i video blog for uh for uh at least 10 years straight wow like, like I mean, every every like, like two videos a week, <laughs> all edit, edit it down, and I did that shit for like ten years. Wow! And it's like I was early with it, like yeah, 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 yeah. Wow! And and uh, and I, I I don't know, I was on YouTube, and then the Instagram came and took my attention. <laughs> that space is oh. well needed, man. For you know, at times, man, just for the kid, yeah, man. you know, yeah. So, Hasman, yeah. thank you so much again, man. I'm definitely going to be checking out, uh, checking for what else you got next. Uh, I think this project is really special. It, it sounds you, different. It really is unique. It's, it's different from anything I've heard from you. And it has a very, um, I feel like, I feel like there's, like there's this, like, healing, melodic vibe to it that it, it kind of represents. So, um. You know, I think um, I appreciate that you were able to put this out before the year is out, man. And I wish you, you all the best you. and success moving forward, man. So, you know, thank you. I'll definitely thank you. Keep, right, you, you know, too, man. You too. With because I, I I asked you to get on the show. So no, I, appreciate I appreciate you, you man. I like what you're doing. I, like, I really like what you're doing. I like I like your presentation. I like your interviews. I like how you approach the interviews. Like you know what you're doing and you know what you're talking about. I fuck with you. Listen, man, <laughs> I appreciate that. That means a whole lot, man. Yeah, man. And like I said earlier, man, like 
I've been knowing about you for a minute, so it's kind of crazy that at this point we actually, you know, I'm able to interview you, but I've always been following your your music and, you know, just your contributions. You you have a you know, you offer a lot of quality to the um the art, you know, the 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 art that we know as hip hop yeah, or that yeah, we know yeah. as music. Yeah, like yeah. you you you're you're very you have your foot planted in the foundation of quality in terms of your presentation. So I really appreciate Thank that, man. And I, I look forward to seeing more, you know, um, but you. I feel like for folks out there that, that might just be hearing of you for the first time, like they have a lot to work with. I know that most of hey. your music is on Bandcamp, right? Thing. Is that is that where you're encouraging people to go? Yeah, check out? Go, to, go to Bandcamp because, you yeah. know, it's, it's directly to me. Yeah. Um, um, please support uh, these in these times. You know, we all, we, we need support right now as artists. Yeah. Uh, I know we all do. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I got merch. I got, yeah. Give them your websites and your socials and stuff like that where they can find social media, Hezekiah three RD, like third Mm -hmm. Hezekiah three RD, Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, YouTube. Well, everything's in the, on my Instagram and, um, link in the bio. There's a smart link. Okay. How about that? Yep. 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 It's always easier to get to that smart link. Uh-huh. Yeah, yep, yep. I, I figured that out a little later on in the game, but it works for me now. Thank God <laughs> for the smart link. Yeah, exactly. The the link tree. <laughs> so um thank you again, brother man. Again, I wish you all the best. Uh to all of our listeners out there. I really appreciate y'all tuning in to these episodes. We're coming to the close of the year. Uh, I'm looking to do a, a a big closer show of the year where we talk about some of the big releases of the year and just like reflecting. So uh, look for that in the month of December. You know, I'm still trying to figure out what what when I'm going to do my last show has, you know, um, mm. for the year. But, um, you know, it's been an interesting year, man, and it's been a pretty consistent year for me. So um, I, I just want to thank all the listeners out there that have, you know, sent us messages or, you know, just you know, listen on a regular, just letting us know like that they appreciate what we do, man. It, it means a lot, man. Yeah. I, I've, I've had a lot of moments where um, I can humbly say I'm grateful, you know, where artists have been able to like, you know, say to me, they appreciate the interviews. And like, you know, like you said here today, man, like that means a whole lot, man. And I, and it's one of those things like what we were talking about earlier, like being able to live in the present, like, I, yeah, I try man, to, you're doing a good job. Man. I try to yeah, think about people that. Rec- people recognize you. Yeah, man. I appreciate that, man. man. So, you know, again, yeah. listeners, make sure y'all go check out the website, outtheboxmedia.com. Subscribe there if you can. Um, if you want to donate, you know, um, I'll also put the PayPal link up in the description that you guys can, you know, donate to to kind of further and help this movement. But um, till next time, man, I just want to wish everyone, can, you know, a safe night, uh, peace, love, and light. Stay healthy, stay strong, and keep pushing on. We out.